and welcome to the Fluxcast, uh, the podcast where we talk about all things uh, media related, photography, videography and other uh, creations. Um, creations. Bros, yeah. Uh, hello Matthew, how, how hello. are you today? Yeah, I'm good mate. Um, yeah, been very busy the past couple of weeks and I'm settling into this, into this new job. Um, nice, yeah, you've had a few weeks now on it, haven't you? Yeah, 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 so it's nice to get back in here and just chat some shit for half an hour absolutely see where it takes us have we really planned this one <laughs> not at all we came up with a topic about three minutes ago <laughs> just... we kind of like we started this with like a whole 12 episode plan we've just we've completely that abandoned like that. <laughs> no but i think because we've been away from it quite a while it's quite nice to come mm. back with one where we're not as I don't know, like restricted in what we're going to chat about. So how's your week been? Let's carry on that little segment. Yeah, oh yeah, absolutely. Go um, on, go on. What, what, what have you been doing? Been good, out on the bike when I can be. Yeah. Um, Any routes in particular? Uh, just the, the classic uh, National Cycle Route 23 along the River Richmond. There we go, there shout we out go. National yeah. Cycling Route 23. I need to get back up. There's uh, Avington Park. There's nice little bits around Winchester, Farley yeah. Mount, a few places. Nice. What about you? Um, what have I been doing? Well, I've literally basically just been working. It's my birthday this weekend. Happy birthday. Exciting, thank you. Um, yeah, so got that this weekend. But yeah, it's just, oh, I've been running, haven't I? You have. Have I mentioned that on the... You haven't yet. I was going to bring oh it up. Oh, my God. Yeah. I haven't mentioned that. So, yeah, I've been running uh, every day for 27 days for Mind UK. It was a challenge that Mind UK put on. It's called the 27-27 Challenge. It is to raise awareness for the 27% of students who suffer from a mental illness. So, yeah, it's just getting out there running a mile every day. Well, I mean... The, the the challenge was a mile every day, but I kind of wanted to do more. You've so, pushed that, haven't you, quite yeah, a bit? Yeah, I've done about 50 now, which is good. Um, but let me tell you, I don't, I've got the I've got so <laughs> much respect for people who run long distances. It's crazy. Even though, like, minimum, I'll be doing, like, two miles a day. Yeah. Sometimes I'll do a mile, but usually it's around two miles. And even during that, I'm like, it's not, it's not, it's exhausting. It's the mental aspect of it. What do you mean? So when you're running for like for a while, you do think when you're, when you're running, you're like, I could just stop now. <laughs> do you know what I mean? You're like, oh, I could just stop now. You've got to be so focused on getting from A to B. Do you not find, because I, I, well, I do a lot of cycling and I find the opposite. Do you get into a zone? So where, this does happen when you're running, but it's getting... It's called like the wall, isn't it? Or sort of a phrase. Yeah. So yeah. when you're cycling or when you're running, you'll be doing it for a little bit and you'll be like sort of fed up, but then you'll get past the point and you'll just be in the zone. And that does happen. I've honestly, I've never had that with cycling. As soon as you're on the bike, you're well, winds I, in your hair because you don't wear a helmet. Oh. <laughs> hair doesn't move though because of the amount of product. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, when, I, when I'm on my bike, I like to go like far distances and go out of way. So my mindset will be, well, I'm here now. It's going to take me hours to walk back. Yeah, yeah. I've just got to cycle, but I've got to, I've, there's, I've got to get back home. Yeah. That's the way I yeah, see it. Fair. On the contrast, I'd see something like, for example, if you're in the gym, you're on a treadmill, I feel that utterly monotonous because yeah, you just be, boring. yeah. 
Oh, I would think yeah. oh, I could get off and stop yeah. at any point now. Yeah. But, but the, oh, the, the pace of some of the people on Strava, like our friend Ben Rowe oh, does a lot yeah. of running. He does a lot. And I look at it and I'm like, I think I'm like, I think I'm like pretty fit, play a lot of football and stuff. <laughs> so I do like a lot, of, you know. But then I look at like his stats. And it's, it's ridiculous. Like, fucking rapid for like a long distance yeah. it's crazy he's been doing it for like years yeah, so yeah. Like, no like honestly nothing but respect him. for people who uh run long distances like god it's just and it's even things that i've never experienced before i know i'm saying that it's not like a massive challenge this but i've experienced chafing now from my legs so <laughs> so like it's even things like that i'm like i'm running and i'm i'm in pain as my legs just chafe together. <laughs> and I've lost like, I. this is another thing as well, whilst I'm just off on one, I've lost like muscle and stuff from running because you're burning so many calories every every single day. You're, so you're happy about that or not happy about that? I'm not happy about that. I'm already skinny. <laughs> my legs are looking bigger. You've kind of but done now the I'm opposite like, of what same. we were doing last March. We yeah, were like putting muscle, muscle on I know, and I need to get it. back into that, mate. Definitely. Really do. Definitely. Well, it finishes on Saturday. So by the time this podcast goes out, it will be finished. But yeah, um, if, if the donations are still open, please donate if you haven't yet. What day are you on now out of how I'm many? I'm on 25 today. I think this is 25. So no, 26 today. So oh, I've wow. got today and tomorrow left and then that's oh, it. Nice. So yeah. this podcast will be going out a few days after. Will people still be able to I, donate? Hopefully. Yeah, yeah. Um, hopefully. If not, you've missed out. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> but no, it's great to get any sort of money in. So. You raised quite a bit so far? Yeah, nearly 300. Actually, I oh, think wow. it's over 300 pounds, which is quite good That's for good. the challenge because I'm also seeing, like, we uh, uh, one of our collaborators and one of our friends, Ollie Shafto, he's running, he's doing, like, um, a kilometre. So, so say, he's, say it's on the 7th day of March, he's yeah. running seven kilometres. If it's on the 10th day of March, he's he's going like 10 kilo- have you seen this on his instagram it's ridiculous that makes sense so on the 31st of march he's yeah. gonna be cycling and running or oh, just cycling right. yeah 31 kilometers but i think back to back i mean you know in in the space of three days you're doing 29 then 30 and then 31 kilometers that's that's a real fucking challenge so yeah. fair play to him it's great and that his his donations are also to mind UK. So his, us, yeah. When, by this time, this, by the time this podcast goes out, if you find Ollie Shafto on Instagram and go to his Just Giving page, all of the money he's raising is going to mind UK, like mine is, and that is a real massive challenge. So go mm-hmm. over and uh, donate to him. Good cause, especially over the yeah, last year. Definitely, I and think, I, I think so we've I all been, behind. yeah, we've all been aware of um a lot more uh, cautious about our mental health the last. 12 months so. unless you're hosting good morning britain i guess but <laughs> brilliant yeah <laughs> i mean piers morgan's just a massive anom- anomaly in anything is yeah. even human um but yeah so it's it's obviously a great it's a great cause what's what else has happened in your week you oh you watched justice league oh, didn't you i we did want to talk about that a little bit all four glorious hours of it i <laughs> i was isn't it over four hours it's, I think, just under, or it's, okay. it's three hours, 40, 50 minutes, I think. Mental. But, um, I, I mean, we touched on this last week, didn't we, that, or, mm. that I love 
like the extended Lord of the Rings. Like, so for me, I'm probably not the best possibly yeah. sort of uh, analyzing this, but I felt for the runtime, uh, everything that needed to be in there was in there. And I, yeah, yeah. I think there wasn't much I'd cut out. Like, okay. I, I think it, it, it works. It's a really good yeah. film. Oh, I'm just pretty much the opposite of. Yeah. I just. But you need to watch it though. Yeah, I probably will at some point just because. Yeah, well, I mean, I watched the first Justice League just for a laugh. Oh, I couldn't finish it. It was so bad. And I just, for me, I can't physically see how it's got better. It's, and I, I wasn't one of these fans that were like demanding it ever since day one. I yeah. kind of, I've always seen that the idea that you can, it has happened that you bully a studio into releasing yeah. a vision that you think somehow exists or mm. will be better it's just not really right and it sets a really bad precedent within like movies to oh if it's gone down well oh that's great yeah. but if it's done badly it must have been the studio like fucking up i mean going back to like, lord of the rings like there are things Do you like you lord can... of the rings yeah, but the hobbit for example the lord of the rings were done all at once under one creative vision mm. peter jackson it was all the money the studio just Put it straight in. When you did The Hobbit, you had five different studios taking cuts from the first film alone. The second and the third were different. I think there was just one or two studios. But, for example, the Harvey Weinstein uh, company, <laughs> they were taking a big Shout cut out. out of the first film. Yeah. And because of this, like a lot of directions, the, the reason there were so many films and the way certain things went was because of all these different studios, like, coming in and being like we need to get our yeah. paycheck even a little bloody horrible freeway love story with yeah. the dwarves and no that. it was nice of um the studio getting harvey weinstein involved in an acting role in that film he's the cave troll wasn't it <laughs> well it's funny you should say that actually the end of one of the uh, what either return of the king or the third hobbit film um is he actually in it well you know how they do the little drawings of like the art the concept yeah, yeah, art yeah. and they've got the names of the actors and under them it's yeah. all like bird of hills fearden or they'll be like uh the all attached yeah. there's a bit where two trolls appear yeah and both the weinstein brothers are dubbed oh, under the trolls they're not interviewing <laughs> they're not auditioning <laughs> anyone are they in that one? Oh god oh, um, yeah so you love lord of the rings don't you? Do. you literally it's all you watch but, I mean, crazy. Like, but, but coming back to the like the Justice League, that's why for me maybe like someone like I know a lot of my friends like that aren't doing this sort of stuff. They don't like anything that goes beyond ninety minutes of a runtime. Yeah, yeah. So for them, they'll probably be a better judge of whether they think it's long enough or yeah. if it could be shorter. Well, but what's your favorite part of the movie? There's a bit at the end. Is it with Joker? No, no. no there's a bit at the end with the flash yeah and he does something that's it, it really sets up his solo film oh, really does well it? is that gonna happen that that's still happening yeah but um you're the only person i know that's still invested in these oh, films i know I, I i really love man of steel oh they they got me from day one when they did the first teaser trailer for man of steel it's just man of steel isn't it that's a decent but, film yeah, but in the trailer they used um, a bit of score from Lord of the Rings. It's a bit oh, where Gandalf it dies. It always links back, doesn't it, to Lord of the Rings? Mate, we could be talking about Gavin <laughs> and Stacey and you'd still link it oh, back to mate, Lord no, of the Rings. 
one's good and the other's not. Oh, great. What, Gavin and Stacey? Yeah. <laughs> it's good. No. Um, oh, you literally, I mean, if you're listening to this and you know Tim, he just never stops talking about it. Um, how many times have you, did you, how many times do you think you've seen Fellowship of the Ring? Long, long, a lot, pause. too many. How many is a lot? I, I mean, realistically, probably no more than 25. What? 25 times? I mean, bearing in mind, there are some films, like when the first Avengers came out in cinemas, 20, right. well, I think it was, I watched that a good four or five times in cinemas before it was on your mental DVD because I want to revel in watching yeah. the cinema experience. Snog, marry, avoid, Superman. Batman, Cyborg. Marry uh, Cyborg, because you can just turn a switch, turn him off when you... Oh, and turn him on. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, dog, Superman. Yeah, give him one with Avoid, you. avoid Batman. You'd avoid Batman. Daddy issues. Ah, uh, Superman's got daddy issues, hasn't he? Dad died in yeah. it. And so Cyborg. Uh, yeah. They're superheroes, mate. They've all got daddy issues. <laughs> you can't be a superhero without having daddy issues. Yeah, fair. fair. Does that sway it at all? Uh, no. Still... Yeah. Oh, yeah, okay. Should we get on with the actual chat yeah, into, yeah. in today's so, show? What, what are we talking about this week? So we are talking about music shoots. So in particular... Yeah. Our live lounge, you said that surprise. To be fair, we did come up with it very recently. Um, yeah, so in particular, our, a lot of our live lounge stuff that we do, um, we've got plenty we can talk about in, in regards to our live lounge videos. Yeah, we've worked with different people, yeah. different groups. Yeah. yeah, could extend across another episode potentially. I hmm. think we like doing that. Definitely. I think that's quite nice actually, I, going I like part that. one and part two. Um, yeah, so what should we? Where should we start with um these live lounge videos, and how did we get started doing them? Um, how did we get started? Doing them? <laughs> oh, brilliant. Um, <laughs> so no, it was I second think... year of university. Yeah. Um, and one of our course mates, Georgie K, is a singer and a songwriter, and she needed a music video. So we went into the mm. so at the University of Winchester, they have a really great um sound production studio. Um, and we sat up in there, shot this video based off um, BBC Radio 1 live lounge type videos and yeah. um, other various influences on YouTube. Um, but in that particular one, she was miming over a track. Well, she was singing it, but it was to sync up with a backing track. And so was her guitarist, Harrison. To be fair, not too dissimilar from BBC, because I like to do that when they do live performances. They pre-record it in advance and the band's normally mime over their own life performance yeah. is a weird one but yeah it's kind of like that but that was essentially yeah. what she did wasn't it she re-record pre-recorded the track is that a controversial thing to say i don't think they do that do they for no they lounge? don't like to disclose it but it's everyone knows that's what oh, goes on if, you, okay. if you're I like know. i when i was living in first year uni my the guy that had the camera company that i worked for yeah his mate on one week was performing as a drummer for one of the backing bands on Graham Norton. Right. And my boss was just, and the housemate was just like... That's on Graham Norton, though. That's yeah, different but, to yeah, Live Lounge. Yeah, but BBC's all... Oh, no, Live Lounge is yeah. slightly different. 
because it's radio broadcast. Yeah, 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 yeah. But most of all the other live TV performances are I normally pre recorded. There's like a live audio. I do get I yeah, yeah. I get that. That's not a surprise. It's but. not like the I tell you a big one that was controversial. A lot of bands didn't do it on this basis. All of the, top of the pop. No, not top of the pops. Um the Olympics. Yeah. All of that is mimed. Really? Yeah, it was all mimed. Well, even like Arctic Monkeys. Arctic Monkeys, Muse. Oh. I mean, Muse was so obvious that it was like, this is what I find annoying, is it wasn't just uh, a live, it wasn't miming over their actual uh, live performance. They were miming over the studio album track. Oh, well, you can, track, so you can like, tell. But you wouldn't tell, surely if you're a band, you, we've gone off on a massive tangent <laughs> here, we'll get back to it, but surely if you're an artist, you wouldn't turn down the opportunity no, to... No, you wouldn't. Why would you turn that down? Oh, some of these artists are some... too big for their boots, and we could link that into a uh, into a segment <laughs> later on here. Um, yeah, yeah, but, yeah. Come on. Anyway, so our one, we started off with Georgie, um, when she was singing over one of her tracks, and that's purely because we just didn't have like an audio recorder at the time, and we were new mm. to filming these sort of live videos. But as time went on, we worked with um. Amelia at AM Management, which was Georgie's manager. We worked with her with some other artists. And then we started to move into some like live broadcasting, well, live broadcasting, like live audio capture on site. So we worked with our um, audio technicians, Hugh and Sam. And Sam, yeah. Um, Shout outs to them. And yeah, we've managed to film like a lot of bands. I want to do more. I mean, we haven't I'm over really the past keen year. To do more. Last yeah. one we did was in November, um, twenty nineteen, and that was for the New America, which was captured in three sixty, mm. um, video. That was really the easiest one we've done. Yeah, that was that was great because it was one camera. It was literally <laughs> one camera, so we experimented with a three sixty camera. Yeah, stuck it in the middle of um of the New America, who are all around the camera, um. And then just left the left the recording studio, like just left and watched it on our on our, on our phone externally. Yeah. Um. Just because the camera's got to capture all angles, and you would see us in it. And then there's just like Sam sat in the corner, monitoring the audio, and they just played for twenty minutes. Then we came back in, and we're like, yeah, perfect. But I'll tell you what works well about that, and this is key. Uh, they had quite a lot of presence and charisma. Yeah. And they weren't just stood there like just playing their instruments or whatever like a lot of they're, they're not an indie band they they are just a like quite a yeah how would you describe them like kind of punk post-punk punk. oh have you listened to idols yeah, yeah well yeah, yeah they're idols. idols black midi um, shame yeah. those sort of sounding bands but um that their guitarist he fucking went off on yeah, one I like didn't that. he He's i mean good. yeah it's good to work with like artists and bands who have a lot of charisma <laughs> Whilst you're listening to this and you might you might be thinking like, yeah, but how do I get started on filming artists and bands? Um, what would your tips be in like searching for these artists and bands? Because you've done a lot with music management. Well, this was what came down quite well, wasn't it? That it was kind of your video skills and I was kind of adapting my photography, but then also looking at it from a music business type hat. Yeah. Um. So yeah, how do how do you find them? How do you find these artists? The artists, I I'm, I often what I'll do is if I, well say we're at Southampton, Winchester direction, yeah. um, I'll often just look at 
the joiners, heartbreakers. So these are music venues, by yeah, the way. Yeah, these are all, yeah, all music venues, uh, wedged rooms. And I'll look at their bills and I'll be like, who, um, you'll have the touring acts normally will be the headliner. Yeah. And you look at the support acts and like, I'll try and find them. Often once you know one, it starts snowballing you know, into other projects. Yeah. yeah, it's always good as well to like, for the first uh, video project you do in terms of um, live lounge or, or music videos or anything, you know, if you're working with musicians, it, it, a good thing to start off is by lowering your price for the first one, getting it done, getting it out of the way. Like that is a genuine thing that a lot of people do because then these other bands, these other artists will see that video and see your portfolio and then you'll be able to like put your prices up and, and things will start snowballing like that. Like with Georgie, we worked with her and then we also collaborated with her manager, which she was managing a lot of different artists. So it was sort of like that. It was get that one project tied up, mm. just just get it done. I know a lot of people won't want to hear that or you won't want to say that because um, money's a very precious thing in this sort of industry, but just bash it out, um, get it done, get get the video bosh it's it's something actually i agree with that it's like with photography any any product to begin with to get people on your side it's it's winning clients over you've either got to do something for free if it's to top up your portfolio yeah or to convince an artist to go with you just do it at a smaller rate hoping that there'll be future work or just be like look i'll do all this work and then you can decide to pay me at the end of it if you're happy with it, pay yeah. you can have it. If you don't, you can't have it. But I've got it for my portfolio. Yeah. But it's also equally important to like stand your ground going forward that um if you do work with a client and they're like and you know your worth, yeah, going on and we've kind of had this where yeah, that's, that's we've a had whole, work that's down a whole the line. We could do. Yeah. And you get like you you charge quite low the first time, they'll be like, Oh, but you charged that last time. It's like, yeah, because that was a starting yeah, price. Yeah, you do need to um, make that very clear in the contract that you mm. that you create in the first place. But yeah, it's just getting that work done, isn't it? And then, like you said, the main thing is it just snowballs into other projects. In terms of setting up and filming a, a live band or a live artist, we usually go for three cameras, don't three we? Three point, yeah, yeah. Um, lighting, just really general sort of, lighting um sort of light the whole area pretty much because you're going to be moving around um maybe whack a key light on the lead singer were you going to say something no 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 i, I was going to agree but one, one thing i found the more we we've the more we've done them and i think you realize this the more you go on the more movement with the cameras the better it looks like yeah. we, we we started off with having two stationary cameras and then one on like sort of like either wheels like tracking yeah. it or whatever but whack one on a gimbal yeah and it's now, all about the movement it's yeah. literally you want to capture that fluidity of the performance that was what was quite nice about the the new america because it was a 360 camera mm. the viewer could um manipulate the sort of footage to look in whatever direction they wanted and it was sort of like an assault on the senses because you were in the middle of this like punk band but say we're filming for like another band um like we did for the backyard echoes shoot yeah um which was in brighton and we were filming for a couple bands that day and we were getting all of the artists on a gimbal because the there was a lot of energy in their sort of sets and 
there's also a lot of musicians as well so you can sort of move in and out and you know we're, we're talking about this but i'm sure there's people on youtube that you can go and watch for inspiration um but yeah that's that's definitely a great shout is just get as much movement in the footage um as possible and preferably film live if you do have like uh, live audio if you do have an audio recorder but if not get them to sing over a track there's no harm in it like we've said have we worked with any clients in particular that were quite a nuisance <laughs> this is what i want to talk about right now it's the entertaining one isn't yeah. it let's not we're not name, name them but um them. let's for the sake of argument let's call them callum callum we yeah, callum good. maybe but it's oh, called right. Cal- callum for the sake of callum Cal. Cal. um yeah so we turned up at this shoot one day um I was hungover. It was at uni, so we had been doing drinking games the the day before. You had quite I'd, a, I'd quite a stomach a... full of cat food. She, <laughs> <laughs> I hadn't eaten anything since we were doing we were doing dares, and I got a dare to eat a bowl of cat food. <laughs> I got about halfway through it, and was it was it? dry. It was dry. It was the dry cat food. It wasn't even the one with the, like the jelly, like a pork pie no, with the I jelly on the that, top. No, I think that would have been worse. To you. I'd have just treated it like a pork pie. No, 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 that would have been worse. The <laughs> texture on that. These were essentially just biscuits. I mean, they tasted like shit. That it was disgusting. I can taste I can still taste it now. But anyway, we turn up for the shoot. Um, I was absolutely fine the next day. I just felt like a little bit um like I needed some food. Um uh, preferably human food. Um <laughs> turned up the next day, you know, bright and early. We're buzzing for the shoot. Um Callum turns up with Callum's manager. Um, manager's all right. Can't even name the manager, really, can we? No, can can't, we no, no. <laughs> just, just oh, Callum's is, manager. Yeah, Cal's manager. Um, and I would say the shoot started off all right, wouldn't you? I would say it started okay. We were like, oh, this guy's a bit weird. <laughs> this person's a bit weird. Might not be a guy. Uh, I mean, I, I kind of have bad vibes going into it. Yeah, yeah. Was like when they were, we were again coming back to the pricing. Yeah. We'd asked for it to be uh, oh, yeah, a price, price higher. Was, and they were like, yeah, yeah. We can add an extra fiver on, but that's as far oh, as the yeah, budget yeah. will stretch. Yeah, Just yeah. like, what? Yeah. Oh, that was a. That 75 was a pounds. Yeah. Cheers. Yeah. 75 pounds like, for again, our second don't, shoot. Don't, I mean, don't. yeah. I mean, we've said about we charging low to work. start. Yeah, and it was sort of one of those, just get out of the way, our £75, like, Jesus, that's... This was our second ever live lounge, I think. Yeah, yeah, so we were doing stuff, like, for ridiculous, for peanuts, basically. Um, yeah, so we go in, start shooting this guy, uh, person. <laughs> I need, I'm trying to be really careful. Um, they had a rather fetching outfit on. They wanted to be Bruno Mars, didn't they? Or, or um... Try not to lead it so close. Or what's... Holly oh, Murs. No, who's that one that's in Cats, the movie? Jason, Jason Derulo. Derulo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Judy Dench. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, nah, so, you know, I think it was going okay for, for like the first sort of hour or so. And then they what was wanted them to mime over a track, no, wasn't he, it? No, he, he was he trying to two, sing them. He had, two, he had two versions of the audio. One was the nor like one was sped up but at a different pitch or something like that. Yeah. He there was something with 
there were two tracks and he either on one of them couldn't get the pitch right mm. or the other his timing was just awful yeah and we had to he was arguing with the manager oh, it's really awkward the thing is yeah if you're like an artist and you're new and those things are happening we're all human it's it's absolutely fine like you know we we weren't judging at all we were no. just there like come on let, let's get this done like it's all good and it's one of those things that could have easily been talked out between him I keep saying him is that that's fine it's a, it's a bloke um well it's callum callum yeah so yeah, callum. Well, don't have to, uh, yeah it's a him um and they were talking out with their manager and it's something that could have been resolved so it, so easy it's and so quickly f- it got into a huge argument on. oh it was so awkward we were just stood there like this has gone beyond like anything that we can deal with we were trying to interject and t- tell it lasted an hour it was an hour and obviously we've uh, we've only been paid a small amount for this project so we're like we realistically we should be getting paid by the hour so we're there like this is fantastic in the end what ended up happening well halfway through i had to the manager up yeah and we like, were interjecting 100 we, we were interjecting but then she, from a management point of view she was coming to me and like yeah, being yeah. like can you try and convince him i'm like oh yeah 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 so oh. essentially we ended up doing it he sung over the track with no enthusiasm at all it was about i mean there was about as much charisma there as like yeah, but do you remember because he, he was sulking he, he was he not had happy. The hat and like, it even affected yeah. the shots because he had the yeah, hat yeah. down here. He was not happy at all. And it's crap because we did film both, by the way. We did, we did one with him yeah. properly singing. And then we did this version as well. And in the one where he was properly singing, he was going for it, obviously, because he wanted that. But if you're in that position and you're paying your own money, just go oh, yeah. all out on both of it. Um, you know, you can still sing. But then obviously we're going to edit over with the actual vocals. Anyway, got it done. Finished it, didn't we? Well, we thought we'd finished it. And this is what annoyed me was we'd had the work set for the price. Yeah. The man- manager's like, right, I'm going to leave now. Oh, yeah. But if you can just sort out that Q&A. <laughs> and we're like, what? And she essentially wanted like a Q&A of like 10 questions. And this was honestly, I'm kind of glad she did. Like because- The Q&A was amazing. The Q and A made this shoot the meme that it was because the artist in question didn't arrive with ten pre-prepared questions and answers. He prepared himself the ideas of questions, and we had to brainstorm ten with him. Yeah. So one of the questions that we came up with was, "If you could headline any (laughs) festival, what would it be, and why?" His response was, "Um." What 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 sort of ones are good? Yeah, and we're there like I don't know Glastonbury, maybe, maybe the obvious one, <laughs> maybe, like, maybe Glastonbury. I don't know. I don't know if you've heard. Reading and Leeds. He's like, come on. Honestly, for someone who was um so pedantic about what how they were singing, what they wanted to look like, and how they wanted to be in front of camera, he had knew that he had he had no clue about even the most famous festival festival in the world. At that point, we're being paid such a small amount to do this and we're both thinking what are we doing here with this guy like he's not taking it we're trying to be as you know this is we're trying to make this look as good as possible and he's not giving anything back so we do not want this to sound like we're just railing on him for no reason he was not he didn't know what he wanted no No. and his attitude was just 
Yeah, but it was really funny. He even struggled with coming up with his favourite film of all time. Which oh, that was, was amazing. It was Nutty Professor. <laughs> but we had multiple shoots, and on one of the other shoots, he said his favourite movie of all time was like Toy Story. Wasn't it? Nutty oh, yeah. Professor. Yeah. Um, and then it, one of the one of my favourite ones, we were like, if you were a super, what, what superpower or what superhero would you be? And he was like, Iron Man, because he's made of steel. Mix of alloys, steel. He's trying to be all clever yeah. about it. And then it he like... takes a break and he's like, oh, wait, it's iron. <laughs> yeah. That bit stayed in the video. Yeah. I fought to have that stayed in the video. But anyway, so we, I the, mean. <laughs> there was, I did, I must admit, I did enjoy, there's one bit where on the final cut, there's where we are asking him what his favorite film is. He does stop to think a bit for what his favorite film is and then comes up with Night Professor. Yeah, yeah. You had a previous cut where you'd really oh, extended it. <laughs> yeah. But so we, we ended up, we, we did this whole project and I think it looked really nice. And you know what? In hindsight, or at the time, I think when we were editing it, I, I was thinking at least this bit does give him a little bit of a personality. Yeah. Like, you know, he's coming across like, yeah, if some of his replies are a little bit like, are a little bit stupid and it's a bit silly, but at least it gives him more personality. Memorable, we yeah, remembered it. Exactly. At least it gives him more personality than the enthusiasm he had towards actually performing. Anyway, it was done. We put loads of time into it. Um, got paid, which was incredible thinking about that. Yeah. But then it never got, he never wanted to share it, it never got shared. He just sacked it off completely. You didn't sure? He? Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. He He's really still, didn't want I think, it. still uses the photos. That's what I was going to mention. He still <laughs> uses the photos, which is incredible. But anyway, I, I, I mean, was quite happy with the photos. The photos were nice. But look, the thing is, it's we're you know, we had that experience, and now we know how to like look out for these sort of sorts of people, don't we? I think. Yeah. But he, I mean, do you know what? He wasn't. The thing is, and what's quite nice about this is, we, yeah, we can laugh and we can joke about it, but I'm sure, and if you could message us in, if you've had any experiences like this, this would be, uh, we'd like to know, because I'm Definitely. sure people have had worse experiences. Like, he wasn't like, he wasn't aggressive, well, he wasn't aggressive to us. <laughs> was a little no, bit aggressive no, in the confrontation no. with his manager, which was really awkward, but mostly it was just funny how that whole thing turned out. It was just funny, wasn't it? It was just bizarre. Yeah, it was honestly, we can't, yeah. I'm never going to, I'm never going to forget that. And I think it was brilliant. Like, I'm never going to forget that like, summertime makes him feel fine or that he loves Alicia Keys for her. The way she plays the piano. Big up, big up Callum. Legend. Legend. Uh, Yeah, hero. I don't even think you'll be able to see any of the footage we shot on the socials. Probably remove it after this episode, just <laughs> in case. To, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but we've got it, yeah. However, we do have a few still up on a website of like some of our favorite uh, live, lounge live lounges. We should talk about this in the next episode because we've been cool. We've been going on for. I didn't think it'd been that long. So yeah, I think we we carry this on to the next episode. Yeah, and part two. Yeah, when we come back the next episode, actually have some tips and tricks when it comes to filming. We'll live talk about lounges. our packages yeah. that we often do and how we do that and where that came from um i mean that's half half where i kind of pull my hat of like the music business side of it yeah. and like preparing that but yeah let's let's continue this yeah, next how episode. we incorporate the photography as well exactly i guess that comes under packages yeah, yeah exactly like, there's so much that we can talk about location as well we can talk a bit about that yeah um hiring we can talk a bit about that as well Whoa. 
the next episode is going to be just skip this episode basically if you've got to this, this point. Is just filler yeah wow this was just our chance to come back and just chat some shit wasn't it chat about lord of the rings league. chat justice league yeah, <laughs> yeah. good times about my run but uh if you haven't and it is still up donate to matt's yes. mind uh, and if not charity. me donate to ollie as ollie, well. another good videographer photographer yes. check him out as well we could get on at some point as actually well. yeah i mean we need to get on some guests soon yeah we do need to get on some guests soon q a maybe episode six potentially yeah yeah try and get that so maybe yeah. if you've got questions for us if it's off one of our digressions of any sort of silly anecdotes yeah. had, or if it's media obviously preferably media based because that's what the podcast yeah. are here for yeah but, but honestly, i mean ask anything, anything. just, just ask not ask anything. anything um yeah. when we do a q a i think that's gonna be really fun be good yeah um, yeah so cheers cheers yeah. for listening and we'll see you in a couple of weeks and on the flat side. Yeah. Oh, that was very awkward. I last week and it kind of worked. Did it? I can't remember that last week. <laughs> we'll see you on the flat side. Um, bye. <laughs>